Hello there and welcome to the Bivouac Podcast. I'm your host, Vita Vu. So go ahead, pitch up a tent, kick up a fire, put down your gun, and let's dive right into what's happening in the world of Tom Clancy. We are the Division. I'm a ghost too. I would expect nothing less. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the podcast here at Vita Vu Hollow Bivouac. Uh, thanks for joining us today. We're going to do things a little bit differently than we normally do. We've got a different format cranking out this time. Uh, go ahead and give us feedback on, well, give me feedback on what you think. And to give me feedback, you can go ahead and I will put the email, the show's email, down below. You can send us an email. You can also join on the Facebook. There will be the link down below. And you can hit me on Twitter. That's right, there'll be a link down below for that as well. You also have the ability to leave a voicemail through Anchor with me here, and I can even maybe even play it on the show for you. So that's new, exciting, and what is happening. So what we're going to jump into right now is we're going to kick over to what's been going on? Well, The Division 2. That's right, The Division 2. State of the game happened last week, and actually the hubbub that's coming up from this one, at least for most of the people I talk to, is... Is it finally going to fix PvP and make it playable? There's a lot of people hoping that it will. So the general overview we're going to take a wild stab at here. I truly... The Division 2 will never sit well with me. I just don't feel attached to the story. So where does it sit as far as we're concerned? Well, they did Division 2 maintenance back on the 13th. Uh, They were back-end changes only. Uh, Lord knows that means that it was something on the server side. That's fine, whatever. Their current high-priority issues, invisible walls. I remember there being quite a few invisible walls on my playthrough that were rather infuriating, like you'd go up a staircase and get stuck halfway up it and not be able to progress any further because of, well, invisible wall. Um, is their highest priority right now. They are making progress on it. It will take some more time in testing. They're hoping to have it done by episode 3 in February. Now, if you're behind on things, you're going to note that pretty much everything that's attached to Tom Clancy, apart from Rainbow Six, is super far behind on where it's supposed to be. By now, you would have expected Division 2, since we're coming up on a year to be getting ready to roll out with their year two announcements, everything that's going to happen there, and then we're going to talk about what else would be coming in the second year. Unfortunately, because so much has been going on, and all of these games have been told, look, stop, slow down, delay, take a breather. So this has been put on hold. So they've gone back, and they're going back and hitting the things they should have been hitting pretty early on, it seems like, at least as far as I'm concerned. I think Invisible Walls should have been a thing right at the get-go, not almost a year into it. But I'm not the creative director, I'm not running that show, and honestly, last time they asked me in a survey for it, they said because I hadn't played in three months that my opinion didn't matter. Uh, To stay on that again, I have actually gone in and replayed, and I think I took another character up to level 20-something, or not even level 20, like level 15, and my brain went, this is boring. The story is bleh. Anyway, stuck NPCs. I did not see any of this running around recently, but apparently it does happen. They have found what causes it, and they don't know if it will be ready for uh, episode 3 in February. That seems a little crazy that it's taking you almost a year to figure out this issue. Um, if you've seen this issue, go ahead and, you know, 
send me a picture of it on Twitter or Facebook or whatever and go, hey, man, this is what they're talking about. I have never seen this. I don't know what they're talking about. Um, so I can't say what it is. Uh, becoming stuck in the UI and being able, unable to respawn when downed in the DZ. I didn't know people were still going into the dark zone. So that's a shocker to me. Didn't know. Uh, last I'd heard, most people would ignore the DZ, and the little bit of time I did running up to level 15, running around, which was like three days of my time. Not three full days, like two to three hours here or there. Um, most everybody wasn't running around in the DZ, they were running around in the light world. So, I don't... If you're if you're still playing in the DZ on the Division 2, give me let me know. Let me know what's going on, and if you've seen this getting stuck in the UI thing. Again, just like the last one, if you've seen it, let me know and shoot me a message saying, hey, this is what it looks like. I'm not going to go dig through the Division 2 forums. I feel like that place is more of a cesspit than the Ghost Recon forums, uh, mainly because there is so much more vile hatred towards each part of the community over there. While on the Ghost Recon side, yes, the PvE and the PvP people do not agree with each other generally. They are not nearly the magnitude of the Division 2 community um, and what used to be what's left of the Division 1 community. So, haven't seen it, don't know, can't tell you. Development update, though, uh, one of the big things I do know that if you pay attention on Twitter, what they've been saying and what uh, the creative director and several others have said is that the second raid for Division 2 will be 100% free to all Division 2 players. No, you're not going to pay for it. Nothing else. It's not part of their year two thing. They have come out and said it is free to everybody. That is pretty big. I think most of us were expecting that at the way they've been acting is you were going to get a raid each year. And at least that's how it kind of looks on the outside because they've done nothing but spend most of their time trying to rebalance the game over and over and over again this year. And I, for the most part, I think most people would say they've done a rather poor job at it. I mean, I know they're trying and they're looking at data, but their data is conflicting with, I think, the vast majority of the community. So to say, yes, you're going to get this for free is a step in the right direction. I guess the question comes down to is what's going to happen with season two or the season pass number two that's going to end up eventually popping out. Um, are they going to, you know, announce that? Is that going to be a thing or is it because it's taken so long for year one? Are they counting year one as year one and year two? What's going to happen with that? I think there needs to be. A little bit more detail put forward by the division team uh, if that's how they're going to roll it. Uh, personally, as someone who left the game and literally uh, I went in and looked and my clan, I was the first person to log in on my clan in 139 days. So that kind of says where, you know, a lot of the PC side of the clan went to. And I honestly, I understand it. I know why. I'm fine with it. It doesn't bother me. Um, and even, you know, the dude who started our clan and is the big guy for the clan um, had his own reasons, but he isn't even playing Division 2 anymore, and he plays on Xbox. Uh, the clan does go Xbox, PS4, and PC. So he said, you know, as soon as this new patch drops and it looks good for, you know, PvP, he'll probably jump on check it out again. But there's a lot of hopes and a lot of wishing and a lot of it comes from the fact that they're going to, again, mess with the gear. 
I know, I know. Every time it seems like there's an issue, the division team automatically messes with the gear. Rather than try to do a blanket fix of everything, they take specific things and try to do it. And this time they're doing stuff with vests and making it so vests only get certain things. And it's... Do I think it'll be worthwhile? I don't know. Again, I've never been a huge PvP person on the division, so other than survival in Division 1, which won't be in Div 2. So I really don't know. Gear drops, they say, are going to be more intuitive. Uh, I'd like to see how they intend to do that on the back end side. Uh, does it, you know, oh, well, this is this person's play style. That seems like a crazy amount of scripting if it's, well, this person likes to play with SMGs, so we're going to drop gear that's for SMGs for them and drop more better SMGs. Or this person likes to run... ARs or DMRs or sniper rifles or whatever, you know, gun class they like to run. What do you mean by, you know, the gear drop's going to be more intuitive? Is it going to be, you know, is it going to bounce the data off the back end that says, yes, statistically, I like to run this kind of loadout, so it's going to drop gear for that loadout? It seems like they're a little vague on it, um, on exactly how they intend to get this to work. So I definitely would like a little bit more input. Um... I know they probably wouldn't even want to remotely talk to me because they haven't talked to me in well over a year now. Um, and I didn't even say half the bad comments that, you know, the community does. It was just that, you know, it seems like we're missing a lot of stuff in this game. And then I said the story was shallow and, well, eh, they don't want to talk to me now. So does apparently they're also going to rework it. So at a glance, you can tell whether this kit or this new piece you're picking up is good for your loadout and is an improvement or not. Um, again, I don't, I'm going to be interested to see it, but I don't think that really matters for the most part, unless you're a PVP person. Um, and even PVE, it may be really hard because I know, especially when it came to Div 1, I have a PVP loadout and that is exactly what it's used for. I have a Dark Zone loadout that is exactly what it's used for, and that is the sole purpose. I don't have anything else fancy or whatever with it, so that's it. Um, let's see. All the brand sets have been looked at with the intention of making them more aligned with various playstyles. So that means, you know, um, I think the way it was being put is if you're a person who wants to run the shield, then the sets, you know, that are going to be more attuned for running a shield are going to be there. Uh, they're going to get rid of, uh, let's see. Talents have also been have seen an extensive overhaul with the removal or activation requirements. So basically, they're getting rid of this magic, you know, you got to have this number of points before this activates requirement thing, which, you know, makes sense. Um, personally, I felt it should have been, you know, if you've got like this many pieces of gear set, this is what it does. Don't give it anything special unless it's, you know the super whamadine special kits and then you know oh well if you've got this many pieces of the set you get this special bonus on top of your normal bonus then yeah that's fine as long as the bonus isn't something ludicrous you know like oh it gives you 20,000 extra points of damage every time you sh shoot something then yeah that's fine let's go ahead with that um, if you're really interested, you can go ahead and watch the VOD for it off Twitch, or if you were even there at the Twitch Live, then you probably know way more of this. I personally, 
have no interest in watching those anymore, but I'm going to have to kick back into doing it since I want to start bringing more of the Division 2 on board. Uh, I'm also looking at bringing more Rainbow Six, but Rainbow Six is super sketchy when it comes to information anyway. Uh, I think the Rainbow team is over there hiding out uh, doing that. But they did manage to put out some of the concept art for the raid that's coming, and it basically looks like you're going into an old foundry. Um, for those who don't know what a foundry is, that's a place where they take metal and they smelt it and they turn it into other metals and you make steel and all sorts of other stuff. So that's what it kind of looks like is coming. Um, again, they're going to have another get-together, another state of the game here on the 22nd, which is in two days from right now. And they'll probably update with a whole bunch more stuff. And um, I'll sit down, I'll probably watch it after the fact, and I'll try not to fall asleep and see what they have to tell us. All right. So let's kick it over. Let's get out of the division. Let's head back over to Aroa because Washington, D.C. is just not great this time of year. But the South Pacific is absolutely gorgeous. I'll tell you what. So today, the 20th or Martin Luther King Day here in the States, Ghost Recon finally answered our prayers after almost a month of being radio silent and dropped some news for us. So, what do they start off with back in 2019? I'm just going to sit here and stare and go, really, we're going to play the back-in-my-day game now? Um, they put out, you know, the moving forward thing and what to expect from Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon, and they go on to give us some fluff about how they're absolutely stoked that they're getting so much response, and everyone's giving them feedback left and right, and they're super excited for what's coming this year. I'm super excited, too, because honestly, we have no clue at this point. Uh, literally, we've got nothing. They keep saying stand by for more news. And when that more news doesn't come, everyone just stands around going, guys, um, hello, where are we? What's going on, man? Where's the world? It's dark in here. And next thing you know, you're getting jumped by a serial killer. OK, so <laughs> it's <laughs> um. We're ex uh, this is my favorite phrase. We're excited to be working on new Ghost Recon Breakpoint content, and you can expect to see con uh, community-driven changes, title updates, and new content in 2020. I literally would expect that from a game that sold me a year pass, that if I wasn't getting regular updates of stuff, I'd probably start calling and demanding my money back. Just saying. But... Well, let's step aside. Let's go ahead. And they've already said, hey, shortly you're going to be getting title update 1.1.0, and it's going to happen before the end of January. Okay. Last time we heard it was going to be mid-January, but all right, if it's going to be the end of January, cool. At least you've said, hey, it's taken a little bit longer. We're going to step the brakes a little more, tap them, and make sure it's perfect before we give it to you, even though we already know that it's probably going to mess something else up. We'll get to that when we get there. So what's happening in it? Well, they're going to improve night vision. Um, I think I can count the amount of time I've used night vision on my hand. I generally don't use it. Um, on Wildlands, the only time I would really use it on Wildlands is if I was live streaming it or making video footage because then other people could see and it wasn't just me. Um... My monitors are decent enough that when it's pitch black, for the most part in breakpoint, I still see what's going on. Um, that's cool. And 
the few times I have used it, the night vision is terrible. So yes, I think it did need an improvement. Um, we'll see how it looks. We'll find out at the end of January in like a week and a half. Sharpshooters exploit with DMR rifles addressed in all modes, PVP, raid, and PVE. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's be pretty blatantly honest here. If you were that person using the DMR exploit in PVE or in the raid, just stop. You're dumb. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be blatantly honest about it. The only people that really should have been paying attention to this exploit were the PVPers. And, you know, they're the, the Ghost Recon PVP community are that kind of people that would run around doing that to each other anyway. So it in no way surprised me that PVP got caught with it. But if you're in PVE and you're doing this, every enemy in PVE takes one shot unless it's the freaking drone titan bullshit. Oh, God. What is wrong with you guys? Loser alert. <laughs> All right. Players who previously lost their thermal slash night vision will get it back after loading their save. I've never lost it. If you have, go ahead and let me know. What was that? What did it entail? What happened? What is it all about? Because again, I don't use my thermal or night vision. I just don't. So the fact is, is I unbound it from my V key, which is the key they gave in the game, and I put it to Wildlands key. That way I would never accidentally hit it. Because I use the B key, I use binoculars, although binoculars needs to be changed to where it's a thing that you just hit the B key and you have them. You don't have to put them in your loadout. That's obnoxious and obtuse, and I hope that does get changed. Players who previously lost their water canteen or binoculars will get them back after loading a save. I've never lost either of those items, but I, again, don't use my binoculars because that requires putting them in my loadout. And I don't know why you'd use your canteen for anything anyway. It's pretty much a useless dead thing that is not worth having. Regardless, you know, cool. They, they have addressed issues. Fine with that. Rebalancing stamina for PvP after it was buffed in previous title update. Okay, um, again, I have a total of nine minutes in PvP and didn't run around a whole lot, even though I was running with, I think it was the 416 shorty is what I was using. Uh, for me, PvP is a rush around, shoot people up close kind of gameplay. Uh, take that back to, you know, early 2000s shooting games and, you know, Call of Duty and all of that stuff when, you know, rushing was the thing. And it's not like the new Call of Duty where, you know, you need to have a tent, marshmallows, a hammock or something else to prove that you're ready to camp in that game. Um, I have been watching people play it and I think that's hilarious, the amount of people that, you know, just camp. Um, tone down the coughing sound players could hear while Aaron won. Well, thank God. Let's be honest, when you're halfway across the map and you're still hearing coughing out of Erewhon, it's a little excessive. Um, enemies will no longer shout in pain after being shot in the head. I still stand by what I said. This thing is hilarious. It is my favorite thing in the game. Please don't take it away from me. Hitting people in the head and having them go, ah, is priceless. It makes me giggle. Just don't take it away from me. Come on. <laughs> 
I know it breaks people's immersion and blah, 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 but it's funny. Come on. All right. Improved AI behavior. Okay. Fixed an issue where enemies investigating will go to cover mid-detection. Never really noticed it, but when I get detected, it's usually on purpose. And I'm making a lot of noise, so whatever. If enough NPCs die at a single spot, they will stop rushing the player and will get to cover more often than before. Okay, I'm kind of okay with that, although I still find it funny when you stack bodies upon bodies of wolves around the corner and just watch them keep walking around it like idiots. That's funny as hell to me. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, we also modified the vanish rules so that NPCs will stay in the fight if they are close enough to the player. Okay, can you clarify this for me, guys, at Ghost Recon? Um, what exactly is the close enough point for this? Um, and the vanishing rule, because the vanishing rule as is, is if I move 10 feet, they go from alarmed to, where do you go? And they start acting like Metal Gear Solid NPCs with little apostrophes above their head. Ring! Where did he go? What was that noise? You know, they wander off in a general direction that they think I might have been at. Um, so if we could get some clarification on that, just, just a little bit, I'd be okay with that. The digital scope now has multiple levels of zoom. Well, at least finally one of the scopes has the zooms, multiple zooms it's supposed to have. Now, if we can get the one to eight powered scope to get its zooms, I would be set for life. <laughs> oh, at least it's one of the scopes has zoom now. One, one of them has finally gotten its zoom level. OK, that's a step in the right direction. We're getting there. Thank you. OK, so. The big question that everyone keeps dropping about and has been all over Twitter for a while now is the Terminator Live event. Uh, in addition to the title update, the Terminator Live event will be invading Ghost Recon Breakpoint soon. Be on the lookout for more intel. We've been hearing that about this specific live event for several months now. Um, I would have thought by now they would have at least put something anything about what's really going to happen with the Terminator other than it's a new bot and it's, you know, coming to wreak havoc and you've got to get your ghosts to hunt it down. Anything at this point would have been nice. Um, you know, we know it's a T-800. We know it's technically the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. I mean, what are we getting here? Is it going to try to, like, group itself into Erewhon dressed up as Arnold? You know, ranting, I'll be back, and, you know, whatever voice clips they can afford to Shanghai from what used to be, you know, the movies. Um, they spent all their money on, you know, fancy names for the release of the game. So, I mean, I can't see why they wouldn't spend the money for Arnold Schwarzenegger if they were going to go that route. But who knows? Is this thing going to talk? Is it not going to talk? We need the info other than be on the lookout for more intel. I've been on the lookout for intel for this event for a couple of months now, just saying, you know. Uh, upcoming content, they gave us another roadmap. Ugh. The roadmap consists of end of January, title update, Terminator, live event. End of February, new immersive experience. 
your guess is as good as mine is what the hell they mean by that right now. Um, I got nothing. What is this new immersive experience? What's happening? Or is I'm going to be like getting a knock at the door and the ghost recon team's going to show up and put me in a freaking bubble suit thing that rolls around and it puts me in the 3d world. What is this new inverse <laughs> immersive experience? What's what's happening here, team? Give me the intel. Uh, end of March. Episode two. This feels like I'm waiting for, you know, the next season of my favorite TV show is literally what this is. Oh, they ended it on a cliffhanger. What's happening? What's going to happen? And then like throughout like the next six months, they drop little nugget hints that you're just like, oh, well, it's possible that there's a character that died in your favorite show or maybe they weren't dead. Maybe they had a bad injury and you're just sitting here going, what happens next? You know, what's going on here? So the last topic they covered in their little bit of news for today was the community survey topics. I'm going to read this whole thing to you and you let me know what you guys think this means. And I'll, I'll tell you what I think it means. As we mentioned in community survey results, we are also we also plan on providing updates and changes to items requested within the survey with a focus on those that are most frequently mentioned. You can look forward to the implementation of some of these changes later this year. Thank you again to everyone who has shared who has shared their feedback. We understand there is still work ahead of us. We look forward to the new opportunities. Happy New Year, the Ghost Recon team. What I'm gathering out of this is that they still don't know how to implement what the community basically said we want. And this is a nice way of saying we don't we don't know what we're doing yet. There's no detail to it. There's nothing other than we intend to implement stuff. Well, if we go back and we look at the survey results at the top things, which I've covered this before, the top things requested Okay, number one thing requested was AI teammates. This was requested well before the game was released. This was requested at E3. We're still we're almost back to another E3 and we still haven't even gotten that far. We know they're there. I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only person who gets into a helicopter all of a sudden hears voices say, we've got your back, or let's do this. I'm not, I can't be the only person who hears those things. You know, I mean, I'm insane, but come on now. Number two is a three-way split. Remove gear score and tiered loot. Improve enemy AI. Well, they're finally starting to do that one at least. Sell all weapons gear at once. That I have yet to see come into play, and removing gear score and tiered loot are going to come into play. And the final top of the most requested list is remove the online requirement. Now, I get it. That one may be a little bit harder to do. I'm okay with that. AI teammates, that shouldn't be that hard to do. You've had almost a year probably more of time working on this we should get something a little bit saying hey the ai's coming you're going to do a mission and pick them up or something not just one day log into the game and pop i've got ai teammates now no just something here guys the gear score and the tiered loot that is absolutely going to be a kick in the teeth to them 
because it means they basically have to restructure the game. I see this one taking a while. I understand it's going to take a while because they have to rethink so much about the game. You got to get rid of this. Oh, they're a higher level than you. You can't go there stuff. You got to fix the whole raid idea. Um, I've talked about how to do this time and time again. So the real question at the end of the day is, are you going to give us proper feedback on what you're doing, what your intentions are? The team, you know, I understand they they love feedback and they say it time and time again. I think they like feedback way more than the Division two guys do, because every time I turn around, it seems like someone at the Division two is getting grumpy pants about, you know, somebody criti- criticizing one of their design theories that hasn't worked out and should have been scrapped a long time ago. But they keep chugging along with. But you got to say something other than. We're going to we plan on doing this. We're going to do it. Well, that's great. Come to the community. You know, the community is going to be honest and upright in front with you and say, hey, this is how we think you could fix this. Whether it's you go talk to some of these phony baloney Delta company people that let's be honest, half the people that I've seen that are on there had no business being part of Delta company to begin with and still don't by any stretch of the words. Um And opposed to other people that I think, yes, they should probably be on Delta Company, but there's way too many people. It's like Ubisoft Star Player Program. They pick people that you go, this person joined the community a month ago and now you're giving them Star Player? No, that's not cool. Just give us the input. Give us the feedback. I guarantee you if, um, and it's been talked about before, if they would do a state of the game stipe, type of live stream like the division two does or the division community does i think it'd be it would be more beneficial to them and to the community to see this kind of thing happen so maybe just maybe if somebody over at the ghost recon team could convince the community manager to i don't know live stream more than once every like three to four months that'd be super Um, If you guys need people to do this, then maybe start, you know, asking around, find people that are willing to jump on board and do this for you. Maybe you need a better PR team. Uh, I mean, right now your PR team is next to nothing, so can't be that hard to think of. Maybe we need to get some more people on board for this, ask some people some questions and get people that are generally involved in the community, whether it's the Twitch side, whether it's, you know, Twitter, whether it's Facebook, whether it's playing the game on a daily basis and still racking up over, you know, at this point, I'm still well over 200 hours. I'm almost at 300, probably between the fact that I keep building characters, get bored, delete them, build a new character, get bored, delete it. I'd love to see my stats on how many times I've created and deleted a character. Give me ghost mode already. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm jonesing for ghost mode. I keep going back to Wildlands strictly for ghost mode. Um, I love dying in stupid, ludicrous ways that make me giggle. Like, you know, switching over to the co-pilot seat in a helicopter and falling 10 feet and blowing up and dying. Um, <laughs> it's the little things, though, right? So at the end of the day... Yeah, we need more input. You know, this this whole news just seems like they hodgepodged a bunch of stuff together to appease the masses. And I say the masses, there's at least three groups of people, including myself, that have been literally going, hey, Ghost Recon, how about some news? 
Hey, it's uh, been a month since we heard from you. Are you guys still alive? Uh, what's going on here? You know, did y'all get, you know, drink the Kool-Aid and get poisoned? You know, did the Ubisoft X decide to wipe out the entire Ghost Recon team and start new? What's going on? Um, so, yes, this is a, you know, hey, yes, we're still here. Here's some news. This is what we're doing. But I feel like it's not enough input or at least, you know, hey, this is what we're looking at and this is what we're looking for. We're going to send out more surveys or we're going to ask questions on this or whatever. Or even just, you know, hey, the community manager is going to stream on th Friday at one o'clock Eastern time. Stop by and he'll update you on what's going on. Or we're going to have the creative director on this stream and he's going to talk about where you know they're taking the input and how we're going to go this way just anything anything ghost recon team just need the info need input johnny five needs input all right <laughs> but uh, i think we'll uh call it a day there everyone i hope you have a fantastic next couple of weeks uh, if we get anything more interesting along the way of course i will definitely jump out a new episode but don't forget to follow us on Facebook, follow me on the Twitter, uh, give me a shout on the email, do whatever. Send me photos of your in-game stuff. But as for me, we will catch you next time, and we'll see you out there on the wilds. Have a good one. <laughs>